0: Father, I just want to thank you so much for this morning and I pray, Father, that you will speak to us. Have your way. Have your way. Yes, Lord. And I will move out of your way so that you can have your way. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, Guys, I had this thought in my mind these days as I was preparing and asking the Lord what to share. And the Lord put this thought in my heart to talk about original design. And I want to share a few thoughts about original design. And I want to just give you a little story. I think it was in the year of 2008, I led a team from Amsterdam to uh, Hong Kong. And we were there for a month serving, doing ministry, preaching the gospel. And Hong Kong, if many of you know, if you don't know, Hong Kong is known for the buzzing, bustling city. But also, it's known for uh, yeah, fake products. Uh, you can get one of the best fake products that's almost so identical. Like if you are into like Gucci shoes, and uh, and uh, if you want to any like Rado watches, anything you name it, they get the best fake products, and almost you can even be fooled by looking at the original and then the fake. It's almost the same. And I remember walking through those markets uh, and there was a season iPhone 3G was released. I don't know whether you remember those things. It was a small piece of phone, very expensive, $300. And at that time I was using this Nokia where you can actually hit somebody or you can drop it from the 10th floor. It still doesn't break. And uh, so I was walking through these markets and there was a fake iPhone. And actually in this fake iPhone, it works Windows. You can actually use Windows instead of I- I- iOS. And, uh, and I checked the price. It's not 300 US dollars. It's 100 Hong Kong dollars, which is like 60 US dollars. And I had the money. And uh, I was about to pay. And the Holy Spirit nudged in my spirit. He said, so you wanted to tell people that you actually possess an iPhone. But actually you are carrying a fake phone and I didn't want to listen to that voice I just want to get that iPhone because all my friends in Amsterdam carrying this iPhone 3GS I was so compelled to conform to them and I was like man I got my 60 bucks here let's pay for it get out and I almost made a deal took it in my pocket Felt it. You know how you buy phones, you want to feel it. I felt it. It's very handy. In those days, if it is very handy, it's trendy. Now it's it should fall out of your hand in such a way that it's like, you know, like safe distance, like Corona style. (laughs) You know, and it was very handy. It's curvy. I was about to pay and the Holy Spirit is nudging me like you are trying to prove the world that you got something original, state of the art, but you know And me knows, and I know that, that uh, it is a fake. And I tell you guys, I I yielded to the spirit of the Lord. I handed back to him and I said, which means in in Chinese, thank you. And I walked out thinking like, man, this is crazy. And I came back with my beautiful Nokia phone, finished the outreach, came back. I didn't get my phone, uh, not then, not after 2009, not 2010. Many years later, God blessed me with an iPhone 5S. and uh, But that's a long story. Cut the long story short. The principle that I learned was, it is so easy to masquerade yourself as something original, but deep inside you know that it, you are fake. And this morning, I want to talk to you about original design. The Bible talks about original design. God as something Beautiful for all, all of us in terms of original design. And I'm we're going to focus here predominantly on two chapters. One in Genesis 2 and then and another one is in Revelation 22. So it's kind of weird, you know, the beginning and the end. So we're going to spend quite a good chunk of reading some of the verses from Genesis 2 and also from Revelations 22 about how God intended for mankind to have original design. I wrote down here from the start... To the beginning to the end. The Lord desires us to get this one thing. Is, is That's actually life. Life that comes from Him. To us. He desires to produce His life in us. He desires to live in, in His life. He desires that we have our lives soaked in His life. He desires that we never get out of this garden where He dwells. So let's go back to Genesis uh, uh, 2 and uh, there is a, there's quite a few chap- verses we will read, but I will ask Kiranti read the first uh, few verses. Uh, let's start from the verse 4, Genesis chapter 2, verse 4.
1: This is the account of the heavens Uh and the earth when Mm -hmm. they were created when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth Mm -hmm. and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth and there was no one to work the ground. Mm -hmm. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed a man Mm -hmm. from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, mm-hmm. the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Okay, let's just
0: pause there. First thing God did over the man is he breathed life. Amen. This Amen. is what our God desires from the beginning to the end, he desires to breathe life over us. And the number one goal of God is for us to occupy us. Amen. Can you say this after me? The number one goal of God. The number one goal of God. Or you can even say the number one ambition of God. The number one ambition of God. Is to occupy me. Is to
1: occupy me. With his life. With his life. Okay. Now look at this verse 8. Now the Lord God Mm -hmm. had planted a garden in the east Uh in Eden and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, Mm -hmm. trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Amen. Let's pause there. So,
0: God is the God of beauty. God is a God of creativity. He made this beautiful trees that looks good and also good for your food. And that's why you look at beauty and you say, wow, this is beautiful. You look at a nature and you look beautiful. That's one of the prayers in Papa's house. We pray that Vellur will be clean green and beautiful right now it's exactly opposite to that it's dirty and it is uh, not green i mean there is a green circle but <laughs> and it is not so beautiful but that's the original design of god we agree with that and we pray for that but you know what in the middle of the garden you know we will we will we will look at this this is where many times people miss it in the middle of the garden where the tree where the tree of life and the tree of knowledge and the good and the evil. Now, look at what the Lord is saying. Verse 16. Yes. And
1: sir. the Lord God mm-hmm. commanded the man, uh-huh. You are free to eat from uh-huh. any tree in the garden, uh-huh. but you uh-huh. must not eat from the tree of the uh-huh. knowledge of good and evil. Uh-huh. For when you eat from it, you will certainly okay, die. wonderful. Let's stop there. You know, God did
0: not say you cannot eat from the tree of life. Did you notice that? He planted two trees, there were a lot of trees, but he planted two trees in the middle of the garden. And he said, This two trees called, one is called the tree of life. Another one is called the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. And he said to the Adam from the earth, Adam means from the earth, from the earth, Adam. And he said to him, you can eat any tree you want, which means it's included the tree of life. But one thing you should not eat, what is that? The tree of the knowledge the moment you start eating that you will die. What is that death? It is not just the physical death, but it is contrary to the life that He intended us to live. Look at this
1: next one. Okay, the Lord God said, mm. It is not good for the man to be uh-huh. alone, I will make a helper suitable for him. And now, let's th- let's pause here.
0: Now, if you look at this, He said this. But then he made Adam to do something. That's why I love about Bible. Bible is full of hidden humor. God created this world with so much humor. God is one of the most humorous person to hang around. And look at this verse 19. He said to himself. They are talking. The Trinity is talking. Let us make man in our image. Let's see this guy. He's not staying alone. Let's find a... In all the singles say amen. Let's find a right person and then look what he's doing verse 19
1: now the Lord God uh-huh. had formed out of the ground uh-huh. all the wild animals and mm-hmm. all the birds in the sky uh-huh. he brought them to the man to see what he would name them and whatever the man called uh-huh. each living creature uh-huh. that was its name so the man gave names to all the livestock the birds in the sky and all the wild animals but for Adam no suitable helper was found that's
0: amazing Look at it. God said, let's make man a woman. I mean, he didn't say that, but he said, let's make a man a helper. But then, then he, he started creating other stuff. And then he brought it to Adam and he said, you name them. So Adam, as he is naming, he heard the conversations with God. So is there going to be a helper. So I have this weird imagination. So he must be naming giraffe. Oh, is this going to be my partner? If this is going to be my partner, I have to have a ladder to go and kiss. Oh no, this is not my partner. Then comes the hippopotamus. Oh my, is this going to be my partner? Sure, she can keep me warm in the bed, but she can also crush me to pieces. Okay, this is not my partner. So, as man was naming Adam from the earth, was naming everything, he found this is what the... But Adam, this is what it says. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. That's why Adam, it says, it also suggests that Adam might have thought, my could be this, could be that. You know, that's what still Adams are still doing. You know, we walk into the mall and we say, could this be the one uh-huh. could that be the one this ladiki this sundar ladiki could be the one you know hello you know that's, that's so Adam kind of made a conclusion yes I found no suitable helper look at this one we are running out of time let's read again Ah, uh, 21
1: so the Lord God uh-huh. caused the man yes. to fall into a deep sleep uh-huh. and while he was sleeping uh-huh. he took one of the man's ribs yes. and then closed up the uh, place with the flesh okay Let's you know the story here God
0: caused man to sleep, he took not from the head, not from the uh, from the feet from the from the ribs so that man's the woman who um, out of the man had a womb inside but he took the womb out of the man it's called the woman and he put the woman from as a helper helper means not just somebody who just do your menial job helper means without that same word is what used referred for the holy spirit in the new testament that helper is the one that was going to help you to accomplish everything that god has for you
1: Amen. 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 So
0: that's what God did. And and this is why God looked and Adam, when he woke up in verse 25,
1: that is why a man leaves his father and mother Uh and is united to his wife Uh and they become one flesh, one flesh. But in verse 23, he says, this is the bone of my bones,
0: flesh of my flesh, and she will be called woman for she was taken out of the man. And this is beautiful, no? I remember the story like, you know, the kids came back from the Sunday school and they were talking to their mom. And today we learned how God created man and woman. Wow! The mom was a little bit worried, like how they got, what did the Sunday school teacher taught? You know, so the little toddler and the little kids, they were telling their mom like, hey, you know what, what God did? God first man, made man out of the clay and he came and then God put man to sleep. Then he takes the brains out of the man and made the woman. <laughs> uh-huh. Now some of your wives are saying that's exactly true. Anyway, uh-huh. but this is what it says in verse 25. This is beautiful verse. We missed Adam and his wife yes. uh-huh. were
1: both naked uh-huh. and they felt no shame. No shame. Remember, where are they now?
0: They are in the garden. Where is, the, where is, right now what's going on in the garden? There is tree of life. A garden is the presence of God, covered them. He was having communication with God. He was given, he was given a command to take over and dominion and multiply and fruitful. And these are the things happening. And in the presence of God, there is no shame.
1: Amen. Amen. Shame
0: always happens when there is sin. Shame always happens when there is condemnation. Shame always happens when you feel guilty. And in the presence of God, there is no shame. There is no performance. And he was living in this beautiful thing. And that's why I have an problem when people say the number one of goal of God for every person is to get saved. No, get saved is essential. Why? Because salvation is not the end goal of God over mankind. Salvation is the beginning stage. But the end goal of God over mankind is that we would possess the life of Jesus in our lives. Amen. 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 If salvation was the end goal why Adam asked why Adam in this stage Adam doesn't need to be even saved because he didn't even sin that time you understand what my point is so God desires that we come back to this life so the church kind of drifted back and we just only preach the salvation message but actually salvation message is an invitation back to the very first place where we started. What is the first thing? To get back into the garden to start living the way Jesus desired. God desired for us. Amen. Amen. So Jesus' goal is to bring us back to life. Salvation is part of it but it must start with part of his life but it doesn't stop there. And I'm going to give you some scriptures to convince you. So because we have been uh, kind of uh, mentally trained to believe that Everyone who is born again is a safe zone. You know, that's why the church doesn't multiply. What we do, we just get to know Jesus. We are saved. Our family is saved. We become good Christians, solid Christians. But we don't become disciples. We don't become followers. We don't become radical followers of Jesus. Why? Because we just become Christians. We arrive to the door. We receive Jesus and we stay there. We never go inside into this garden that God has prepared for us. And this is my invitation, my friends. The original design of God is not just to save you. though. However, it is so important for you to come into the original design. It is a requisite for you to come. But it is not for you to just stay there, but to walk in in the fullness of life that God has for you. Now you are asking this question, Charles. How are we going to embrace this life in fullness? I'll get to that. But I want to give you some scriptures. This is not some my own understanding. Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death. You will see up in the screen how many times I have underlined purposely about eternal life. You see, goal of God is not about just doing your own little thing, you know, or just to make you saved. So that, I die. I like what Ravi Zacharias said, God did not come here to make good things bad people good god came here so that we can the dead people can come back to life amen that's the reason why god brought us together that's the reason so that it's not about just turning somebody who is in a bad behavior so that the behaviors are changed externals are changed it's about seeing somebody who is dead out of life is dead then bringing back us to life amen Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death. What is sin? Sin is missing the mark. Getting out of the garden. Disobeying God. Obeying Satan. Swapping the masters. That's what sin. Sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Romans 5.17 For if by the transgressions of one, that's Adam, death reigned through one, much more these Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will drain in life through the one Jesus Christ. Can you see this? Life. Jesus wants to produce life in us, bring us back into the life that he desires. Look at what Divine John says in 1 John 4.9 By this, the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. Hello. Without Jesus, there is no life. But my friends, we are just coming and we come to this gate. God says, I am the way, the door, come to me. And we come there and we get stuck there, we stand there. But God says, there is much more, much more that you can come and enjoy. This garden is yours. This place of living from the life is yours. Amen. 2 Timothy 1.10 Look at this. By now, this has been revealed by the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ who abolished death. Abolished death. What happened? When man sinned, when man disobeyed God, he actually swapped the masters. So sin came. So Christ came and he came obeying God by l- listening to the voice of God, not to the voice of the enemy. What happened? The swapped He swapped the masters. So he abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The passion translation says like this. This truth is now being unveiled by the revelation of the anointed Jesus our life giver. Say this after me. Jesus is my life giver.
1: Jesus is my life Come on.
0: giver. Come on. Say this after me. Jesus is my life giver. Jesus is my life giver. See that's what it says. Jesus our life giver who has dismantled death obliterating all its effects of our lives as it has manifested his immortal life in us by the gospel. Amen. Amen. This famous John three fifteen and 16. Look at this. So those who truly believe in him will not perish, but be given eternal life. Eternal life does not start when you die. Eternal life starts when you receive Jesus in your heart. Amen. Amen. For this is how much God loves the world. He gave His one and only unique Son as a gift. For now everyone who believes in Him will never perish, but experience everlasting life. My friends, I want you to embrace this life. This is the original design. The original design is not just for you to make it. You know, some Christians, they say, I just want to survive, brother. I just want to survive. I just want to, you know, barely making it. My heads are just above water. I'm just surviving it. I'm just biting my tongue, tolerating it. I'm just waiting for one day God is going to take me, you know, and I'm waiting for. That's what religious mindset. Religion tells you how good... Religion tells you how to get to heaven. But kingdom tells you how to bring heaven on earth. It's so important. I'm not disqualifying or discrediting the fact of salvation. It is so important. But it is not just that God wants us to receive. It is to embrace life in abundance. When we receive life in abundance, there are few things that is going to be so beautiful. And I will finish this with that. Let's talk the last book of the bible and the last chapter of the bible revelations 22 and it is beautiful it talks about the garden and now it talks about a beautiful city god has built and in the city god talks about you know how many times in this chapter god talks about life tree of life water of life you know let's read from revelations chapter 22 And he showed them a pure river of water Uh of life, Uh clear
1: as crystal, Mm -hmm. proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river Uh was the tree of life, Uh which bore twelve fruits, Uh each tree yielding its fruit every month. Uh The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. We can just stop here and talk for the next hour or so. So much mystery
0: God has put here. In the beginning, what was there in the center? Tree of life. What this the old Adam did? Instead of eating from the tree of life, he said, I'm going to be the God of my own life. He ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The last Adam, Jesus came and he said... When Satan came and said, all authority has been given to me. Who gave? The first Adam gave all authority. Now, Satan comes and says, no, 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 no. You come here to destroy that authority. Now, let me say this to you. This has been given to me, but I will also give it to you if you bow down. You know what Jesus didn't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He ate from the tree of life. He said, Lord, not my will, but your will be done.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: because of eating from the tree of life look what is this this is what it says that you bore 12 fruits that talks about the 12 the 12 apostles the 12 tribes you know the 12 months and also every month the tree yields its fruit every month the leaves of the tree were For the healing of the nations. Because there he ate from the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. And the sin came. Mess came. Sickness came. So many challenges came. Now now the last Adam said, get behind me Satan. I'm going to eat from the tree of life. Even though Jesus is 100% God. But when he functioned, he actually functioned. The Philippians 2 says, though he was God, he took the form of man. And he obeyed until to the death on the cross. Amen. Amen. Because he obeyed until the death to the cross. until Until the death on the cross. God therefore gave him. What he gave him? Life. Through him life came in. I mean, does it make sense what I'm trying to say? I mean, say an amen if it doesn't amen. make sense. This is amen. so beautiful. That's why the Bible says, because the last Adam brought life. Look what it says. The leaves of the tree. Look in Psalms 1 says, he's like a tree planted by the rivers of water, will produce leaf, and he will not wither. And this is what it says here. This leaf will bring healing to the nations. The first Adam brought destruction, the last Adam brought healing. The first amen. Adam brought chaos. The lost Adam brought peace. Amen. The first Adam brought so much peace pain. The lost Adam turned every pain into gain. Amen. The first Adam brought death. The last Adam brought life. Amen. The first Adam brought darkness. The last Adam brought light. Amen. 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 Look, look at this verse 3. Keep reading brother. And there shall be yes. no more curse. Yes. But
1: the throne of God yes. and of the Lamb shall be in it. Yes. And his servants shall serve o him. They shall him. see Stop his face. Stop there
0: brother. Stop there. You know there shall be no more curse. The first Adam because instead of eating from the tree of life life what came in Curse came in. Jesus, the last Adam said, Get behind me, Satan. He started embracing the tree of life. Look what has happened. No more no curse. curse. Look at someone and said, Because of Jesus. Because
1: of Jesus. There is no
0: curse in my life. There is no
1: curse in my no life. No generational curse. No, no heretical
0: curse. curse. No Every curse. curse. Every curse. My elder brother Jesus. My elder brother Jesus has taken it.
1: Has taken it on the cross. On the cross. Nailed it nailed it I am free I am free Amen Amen!
0: look at this the throne of God and the lamb that is on it that's why the Bible says behold the lamb that was laid before the foundations of the world that curse Adam created God has to make a temporary lamb hello and he put the lamb's clovering you know because he tried to do his own fig tree that's why Jesus looked at the fig tree There's so much revelation, guys. Pick this. There's so much things God is doing. You looked at the fig tree; it was no fruit, and God cursed it. You why? Because the fig tree tried to Adam was trying to cover it just for sake of pretense. And there was in the garden. God temporarily fixed it, but eternally here through Jesus. The lamp of God was slain, curse was taken. If you are sitting there listening to this and you are saying, Maybe there is a curse in my house, say this after me in Jesus' name. In Jesus'
1: name, his blood has cleansed me. His blood has cleansed me. Therefore, no curse. Therefore, no curse. Amen. Amen. Look at this.
0: Look at this. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night. Nor day. They know no need lamp nor light on the sun. For the Lord God gives them the light. And they shall reign forever. Amen? Amen. Who is the light here? Jesus the light. Because they embrace the life. And it goes on. Can you please read. Then he said to was me. Verse 7.
1: Verse 7. Behold. Yeah. I am coming quickly. Yes. Blessed is he who yes. keeps the words of the prophecy of okay. this book. Let's, now Let's stop there.
0: Behold, I am come quickly. I am coming quickly. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. What is a prophecy? Prophecy is the spirit of Jesus. Amen. Spirit Amen. of Jesus is the testimony of prophecy. And this is very important to understand this. So prophecy is not something to tell your bank account number prophecy is not just telling you know how much money you have prophecy is not just taking your you know mineral water bottle and turning into uh, you know some kind of wine mm-hmm. hello don't fall into this guys i'm serious many will be deceived in the last days you know what is a prophecy the life of jesus produced in you And you became a free person, free from all bitterness, free from all religion, free from all performance, free from all external things. Internally, Christ is being glorified. Amen. Amen. Look at this. Look at this. Keep going. We don't have time. You know, and it goes on, says in verse 11, he was unjust. Let him be unjust. He was filthy. Let him be filthy. He was righteous. Let him be righteous. He was holy. Let him be holy. What is the word holy? Oneness. Being same before God. Amen. And look at this verse 14. Please read. Blessed are those Uh who
1: do his commandments Uh and they may have the right Uh to the tree of life Uh and may enter through the gates into Uh the city. Enter through the gates into the city.
0: Who is the gate? Jesus. He is the one, the tree of life. Embrace him. Come into the city. Come. Come into the city. Embrace this life. In the beginning, God gave Adam a beautiful privilege of being in the garden, enjoying the presence, being filled with life. He messed it up. The last Adam, Yeshua came, brought us back into the city where there is no weeping, no suffering, no pain. And he has brought us to this place of abundance. Amen. 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 And look at
1: this verse 17. And the spirit Uh and the bride say, come. And Mm -hmm. let him who hears say, come. And let him who thirsts, come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely.
0: Look at this. Who is the bride? That's us, the body of Christ. The spirit, the spirit of Christ and the bride coming together. You know, and it is so beautiful. If we embrace the work of the Holy Spirit, if the church embraces the work of the Holy Spirit, there is always life. You know, there is a hostility between the church and the spirit. Right now, there is so much. People say, oh no, Holy Spirit, no. We just believe in the doctrine, but that's it. We don't embrace him. And that's why there is so much hostility. That's why when the spirit and the church come together. Amen. Amen. There is no competition. What it says, there is going to be life, water of life. Amen.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Let's read 19. And if anyone takes uh-huh. away uh-huh. from the words uh-huh. of the book of this prophecy, uh-huh. God shall take away uh-huh. his past from the book of life, yes. from the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. And this is what I want to encourage you and wrap this time up.
0: If you don't embrace this life, it's written very clearly. It takes us away from us. And so sad, many Christians get to know Jesus, but you just know Just a salvation and you come to the door and you are stuck there. But how beautiful it will be. You come inside and start enjoying this beautiful presence of God. Now this is the question many of you must be asking. Yes, I understand all this. I would like to get inside. I want to get into this life. How can I do this? I have four simple suggestions that I want to make for you. Write down if you are taking notes. How do we come to this abundant life? Number one, stop striving. Stop striving. You know, religion has taught us to strive. Try to do this. The one way to come back to this life is not to figure out what to eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil. Is to embrace this life. Stop striving. And the, how do you stop striving? By surrendering. Number two, start embracing the truth. What is the truth? Truth is not a concept. Truth is a person. Embrace this truth. Embrace what Jesus has done on the cross. Embrace what Jesus has called us to do. He said, if you break this bread and you eat this, you will have life. You know, the, the, the Jewish bread is actually, there is a name called it, it's Midstock something like, I, I forgot the name. It's actually a cracker. And the cracker actually goes through a very strange process of being burnt of being pierced and of being scarred. And Isaiah 53 talks about all those three. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was beaten for our transgressions. You know, iniquities and transgressions are internals and externals. And this is the thing, iniquities is lust, transgression is adultery. You know, he's bruised. He's, he's got everything under it. His body is the one of the most neglected things. And we're gonna take communion. And I wanna encourage you, embrace this body, embrace this life. Amen. So start, stop striving and start embracing the truth. Humbly acknowledge that He is your life. Number three, quit performing. Religion has taught us to perform. I wanna challenge you guys. Quit performing. Even in your prayers, quit performing. Stay, stay in the presence of God. Don't hurry. Don't try to run. Don't try to say, I want to do this prayer so that God can approve this. He has already approved you. Amen. Amen. Look at someone and say, I am already approved. I no need to perform I know need to prove to you.
1: I know need to prove to you. I'm
0: already approved by God.
1: I am already approved by God.
0: Kiranti is looking at his wife and says, I know need to prove to you, Rani. I know need to prove to you. Mm -hmm. Don't take it out of context, okay? Number four, lean on Him at all times. Amen. Stop striving. Start embracing the truth. Quit performing. And lean on him at all times. He is your defender. You know one of the things that Adam failed to do. When the Satan deceived Eve. He should have told Eve. It was his responsibility. He failed as a leader. To educate his wife. To inform his wife. To pass on the information. Because he was, woman was there inside. No? When God told Adam. He should have told, hey baby. Hmm? Mary Chakadu. Huh? Me Amor. I don't know how you call your wife. Eh. eh. That's a pastor's way of calling their wives. Eh. <laughs> I call my, my wife Amor, Chalam. I don't know how Brother Sunil calls, maybe Chakadu. you know. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know how Arnab calls, hmm? mere jaan. you know, Mary Makna, I don't know. <laughs> huh? I don't know how you call, but I'm just making it up. You know, he, Adam should have told, "Hey, baby, before you're going to have the baby." Let me tell you the most important thing. There is two trees here. God told anything to eat, including the tree of life. but you are not bringing from this tree. How come? You know what he did? He's like, "Hmm." He started eating it, and when God came, he said, "The woman you gave." Still now the man practiced the same thing. Lord, the woman you gave, the woman you gave. I was going on my own way. The woman you gave, the woman you gave. But the last Adam, Jesus, he didn't blame it on his woman. You know what is his woman? The church. He didn't blame it on his woman. He said, Lord, I know i can love this woman even though this woman was unfaithful i'm going to embrace this life so this the woman is striving to find good bad and evil will embrace the life amen that's amen. why the spirit and the bride says come lord jesus embrace this life would you embrace this life if you want to embrace this life stop performing start embracing jesus Amen. Amen. Don't need to prove to anyone.
1: Good performance. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Lean on him.